This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Welcome to. I have to call my sister. My name is Stacy, and my name is Kayla. We're here to keep it real, tell crazy stories, talk about why you shouldn't worry about those pounds on your body, and how it's okay to sometimes feel a little cray. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 12 of I Have to Call My Sister. That was really good and so professional. Thank you so much. It's so much better than our other intros that you hate so much. I hated that bit more than anything. I know. So let's just Anyways. do your your boring way from now on. Okay, so um, we got the coronavirus test done this week. And the reason we did that is because some people in our like social circle have to still go to their jobs and still have to like interact with people that potentially might be like exposed, s- exposed to the coronavirus. So we were like, hey, let's just get tested. I thought it was this dramatic thing that you're not actually supposed to get tested and like it's not that we don't have tests available blah 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 but like the nurses said that they were happy they were that we were there yeah mine was like so happy and she's like oh we've had so many tests today like this is so great so I didn't feel guilty but mine was like slightly traumatic you had an experience so <laughs> I yeah so I sit down in the chair and she's like okay it just feels like when you go underwater and you breathe in and it makes that burning feeling so I'm like okay it's fine I've, I've got this and so she sticks it up my left nostril <laughs> and she's like pushing it up there and moving it around she, and my eyes just start pouring and she's like oh this is this is really interesting it's not it's not going to where it needs to be she's like have you ever had a broken nose and like immediately I got like it, okay like offended because I was like oh she thinks my nose is like too long or something you've always had a, like a weird like thing about your nose you're like so insecure about yeah, your we nose we talked about it on the one episode I know and so I was as soon as you told me that and she said oh has your nose ever been broken I knew your mind was gonna immediately go to like your body yeah, dysmorphia like, if, yeah like if she thinks it's like messed up or something <laughs> but then she's like you have a really small is it septum yeah oh you're so your nose is so, so skinny, skinny. <laughs> um, she's like you have a really small septum so she's jamming it up there for like a solid 10 seconds. So I'm like full crying. She pulls the the Q-tip out and it's just pouring blood everywhere. And, I'm and like, when she says crying, like she really wants people to know that it wasn't real tears. I wasn't crying. It's when you get hit on your nose and the tears just start coming out. Yeah, but you were, you hated that the woman thought you were crying. Yeah, she's like, oh, let me get some, some Kleenex. Like you're crying. I'm like, no, actually, like my nose is pouring blood right now. So like, <laughs> yes, the Kleenex would be great. Thanks. And so I'm like holding it on. She's like, oh, this sucks so bad because you like you are going to have to get two tests at, at one time. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, okay, you have to give me a minute. Just one second. So then she had to shove it up my right nose. And then I, it was weird because like I felt the pop of where she got <gasps> it. And she's like, oh, OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. And so she gets it. 
takes it out. I'm like still pouring blood for two days after. It was actually awful. It hurt so bad and I was shocked, but I'm not trying to steer people away just from wait, getting just it. Just wait, there is like a happy ending to this. Well, not for Kayla, but the thing is like, yes, you, you nobody is going to get the test after they listen to this, but... I also went and got the test and Mark, my boyfriend, went and got the test with me. And because of Kayla's story, he put a full, like, he's so dramatic. He put a full beach towel around his body because he's like, we're going to, like, fill the car with blood. Oh, my he did. God. <laughs> he like, like, I was not sopping in blood. No, like, but he, like, thought it was, like, a scene from, like, Dexter. Yeah. Like, he thought it was, like, a murder scene. And he's like, Stacey, I get nosebleeds. We need the beach towel. Oh my and, like, God. he had it around his body I'm as he's so getting. I'm so sorry. No, like, he did. And I was like, okay. So then he got his and I got mine. And we went through this, like, drive through thing in Toronto and it like Mark didn't even feel it and I just felt like a little bit annoyed. You said it hurt a little bit. No it did I but I've had like a camera shoved down my nose before to go into my throat so I know what that feeling is like and I just felt like I had to like sneeze for hours after Yeah, 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 it was so annoying but no one was like dripping blood like it didn't hurt so Kayla just has like a really skinny nose. So skinny and let's tell them our results. Oh yeah, sorry. We're we're both we're negative. We don't have it. (laughs) Sorry I forgot to start with that. We should have started with we don't have it. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was so easy and it, I was actually shocked because I literally just had to call a number and then I got, uh, like, they didn't even care if I had symptoms or not. So, it, but yeah. did you check for your results like every, like Mark was checking every, day, every 30 yes. seconds? And then when it said like negative, I like texted everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we knew you didn't have it. But the funny part is like, I can convince myself that as soon as she was act- asking me like, do you have symptoms such as the following? And she was like, sore throat, like tired, whatever. In my head, I was like, I have the coronavirus right now. The one day I, I was 100% positive I had it and I was like literally like like so ill on my couch but I wasn't ill like like five minutes prior oh (laughs) but then I I like convinced myself that I had it and then I was like oh my god I have cold sweats and I've like my throat was like killing so I could barely eat and then as soon as I was like no Kayla you're being crazy like you I was fine again that's the thing isn't it crazy what our mind can do yeah like I think I'm pregnant all the time even when I'm on my menstrual cycle (laughs) Oh, I know. You can literally give yourself pregnancy symptoms. It's crazy. So you guys know that Kayla is a mom, an office coordinator. I am a pop singer slash rapper slash motivational speaker. Ooh. I was, I was going to keep going. Like I know, right? Podcast like, Kayla is a mom and office coordinator. I am. And then just like <sighs> like the list goes on and on. But like I do those things. So like what, know, do you want true. me to just like say less because your job description is shorter? Yes, please. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm a singer. So anyway, so I I said to Kayla today, it would be so funny if we told them like the crazy stories that's happened because we have not only had like one or two or three jobs in our life. We've had like a million of them and something crazy has gone down at each and every one of them. So let's start at the very beginning where it all began. The paper route. The penny saver. Okay, I remember. I feel like now when they get delivered to my house, it's already prepackaged. But when we, back then, we, I literally had to set out each paper and Pot, like put them inside the other paper to make one paper and then I would have to make 500 of those. Wait, but this is a thing. For sure that's illegal because I have not seen like a little 10-year-old kid coming around with like papers to our doors like recently. Like there's no I way. do, but oh, they're you prepackaged. Do? But this is the thing though. For sure it has to be illegal because I remember I had like a five kilometer route where I would be walking around taking that dumb penny saver to every person's door. You weren't allowed to like throw it on the edge of the lawn, which like most yeah, people- you had 
had to put it in the mailbox. But most people did it wrong. But because we were like, our parents Idiot. made us like stickler for the rules. I feel like you would put it on the end of the lawn. But <laughs> I, I went right to that mailbox yeah. and sealed the lid. And I had to do this for like five kilometers for, with like hundreds of houses. It took hours. It took my full day. And I got $7 a week. Yeah. I remember the check. The little pay stub was $7. That I, is no, I remember for that sure too. illegal now. And do you remember, I don't know if mom did this with you, but she would like drive alongside of us. No, 100%. she was too nervous to like let us do it on our own. They wanted to teach us responsibility, but she'd be going two kilometers an hour for five kilometers. And I'd be like, mom, I'm fine. And we'd have like a white cart that we pushed around. Remember how big the stack of newspapers it was? You were like 17, right? (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? Mom, I'm fine. You're just like 17 years old. <laughs> no, I was 10. <laughs> I was 10. And even 10, like you, she didn't need to be driving around. But, but then, you, sorry, go. <laughs> but then we grew up a little bit, like a couple years, and then you copied me and got the same job. And for some reason, I remember you making me deliver your papers to I, you. Okay, I remember. <laughs> I, I honestly can't remember why. It was either I bullied you into it or I just like wasn't feeling well or something. But I made you do my entire paper route for that like the one day and I always remember so mom and I were driving the two kilometers an hour watching you do it why did we have to do that I don't know why couldn't you have just delivered the papers like why did I do that for you I don't know like I just like bullied you into it and then always I remember this you were like walking up the sidewalk like the way you walk like you're all like confident and whatever and then there was like a bee (laughs) and the bee started chasing you and you sprinted up to the house through the thing the mailbox oh sorry side note Stacey's worst fear of all time is bees to this day to this day (laughs) she'll like pretend she likes the outdoors and then a bee will come by and she'll like full scream and then go inside and like literally just not see us for hours because she's too scared of most of my childhood was spent on the other side of a screen while all my friends were playing outside and I would I like set up a door that there was a screen that I could just get my face close to but no bees could come she in. was she's so scared of bees and <laughs> and you've also made monroe and leo so scared of bees now too well, but and be. me <laughs> um but you were chased by a bee and then you put the the mail in the uh mailbox and then the bees stung you and i just remember <laughs> you like crying and screaming and i remember you going look at what you made happen to me and i was like <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, you were devastated that this happened to you. And it was just so funny. I'm, I'm like, I, oh my God, I remember like it was yesterday. But do you want to know the, the twist of it all? Is I remember at that time, like, it didn't hurt that bad. But I I'm know, if you still, actually think about it, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't matter. That happened. People have said, oh, you're so scared of bees. Have you been stung before? And I'm like, yes. Did, oh, did it really hurt you? Or like, did you have an allergic reaction? I'm like, No. Like I used to tell my teachers, this is the one bad thing I used to do, but it was because my fear outruled it all. I used to tell my teachers that I had a bee allergy and I didn't have my EpiPen with me, which should have been in like the document. And because if a bee, you know, sometimes you'd be in like the portable and there'd be a bee on the the ceiling. They were allowed to leave. They would let me leave the class. So I, and then I'd sit not outside. I'd go. Well, I know, but this is the thing. I while I was doing it, I was like, I am missing valuable information that I yeah, need for the yeah. test. <laughs> but then I'd be like, I'd rather miss this information yeah. than be interacting with this bee inside. And nobody even cared it was there. Yeah. But think of those like big, like hangy ones. Sometimes they I were re- in there. I Leo on his first day of school, like literally first day of JK, oh, yeah. got stung by a bee on his leg, and the teachers like messaged us and they're like, Oh my gosh, Leo got stung. Like he he doesn't have any allergies, does he? And I'm like, No, no, no. And he was arguing everyone's saying it wasn't a bee it was a yellow mosquito yeah. <laughs> a black and yellow mosquito 
And they're like, they're like, I remember the teacher going, honey, that's a bee. And, and he did get stung by a bee. His leg was so swollen. It was like, maybe and he's allergic. No, no. He no, would, that's he what would go into anaphylactic shock, Kayla. No, you don't have, that doesn't have to happen. No, but every person is like slightly allergic to a, like a bee yeah. sting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you then, your lungs close, then you're deathly allergic, which is what all <laughs> my teachers like claim to still be. believe to this oh day. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so that's the paper route. Okay, so that was our first job ever. We learned lots of responsibility with our $7 a week, which yeah. is ridiculous. With our mom driving alongside. Okay, my next job, I worked at Shoppers Drug Mart, which is in Forest Hill. And an issue that I've had about that stupid, what's that Drake song? Start up on the bottom now. Yeah, like, I remember getting paid higher than minimum wage. I worked, like, as a gift wrapper, then a, co- uh, a cashier, then a cosmetician. And I got paid so well in a nice, air-conditioned, like, clean place. That is not the bottom. And it's so funny because now you're just, like, amazing at gift wrapping and you're amazing at makeup. <laughs> so, like, shoppers <laughs> literally just, like, morphed your life. Me and Drake. We started from the bottom. Now we're here. So, it's... <laughs> It's great, but I still hate that video. Like, I do not yeah. like that he also even decided to say he was at the bottom and he was in the shoppers. He should be, like, doing, like, newspaper routes, like, throwing yeah. them on the lawn, being, like, start up from the bottom. Yeah, like, that's the bottom. The penny $7 saver, a week. $7 yeah. a week is the bottom. Not your, like, higher than minimum wage in a mansion in Forest Hill. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. like, love Drake. So, um, <laughs> anyway, so that, and then we had a job together oh next. Swiss Chalet. Swiss. That was my very first job. Like, real job after penny saver. Can I tell you something, actually? You know how the the um, song is Swish LA, always so good for so little. I got hired to do a voiceover because they decided to change their song. Okay, oh and and I was given the line and I had to sing it in the same like tune. So it was Swish LA, great food for great value. Try to sing Swish LA, great food for great value. Do it. Swish LA, great food for great little. For what? <laughs> <laughs> Great food for great little? Great value. Oh, oh, great value for great... What? Great food for great value. See? You can't Stupid. even remember it. Stupid. So Always I, so good for so yeah, little. You want that, right? But they didn't want it to like sound like it was like a... like a li- Oh, for so little like or whatever, because I think they were raising the prices. So it's like, Swiss Chalet. I had to go, great food for great... <gasps> Swiss Chalet. Great food for great value. Oh, Guess what? my God, I hate it. They didn't switch to that one. <laughs> they realized God. it was the dumbest idea. I didn't get the job. And they're still always oh, so good for so little. Anyway, I worked there. Kayla worked there. Oh, my God. We worked at the same time, right? Yes. And I was a, a hostess and you were a waitress. So, like, I started from the bottom. Now we're here. Now we're here. <laughs> oh, my God. The people. And they, I know they still do it to this day because Swiss Chalet still is my favorite restaurant and I've never gotten sick of it. People, do you remember this, Kayla? They'd be like, okay, so you like you're serving them, and they go, "What are you doing? Catching the chicken?" Yeah, like if it took a little bit longer than they wanted, more they than would, four yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you guys doing? Catching the chicken back there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I used to always make the other servers laugh so hard because I'd I, I would go like this. What, say say, what are you doing catching the chicken? What are you doing catching the chickens back there? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, can you imagine? Because <laughs> that would be, like, be like your like 30th time hearing it for that day. The 30th time. And this person was like, I am a stand-up comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, they yeah. like they, this is the first yeah. time they've heard this one. They thought they killed it with that joke. That's so, so they funny. always say, What are you doing? Catching the chicken? And like we like literally they had to wait four minutes. It's the fastest. When think of it, guys. When you go to Switzerland, you get your meals 
less than seven minutes later. Like, yeah. it's a fast food restaurant, basically. But they also were all, like, elderly people oh, that, that seniors ate there. So, love. like, to them, that was a really long time because I feel like they just, yeah, they want things like chop, chop. So, like, the one <laughs> thing that with me that I was like, this is so funny, but it was also awful because, like, it affected my, like, life and my pay. <laughs> like, I would do such a good job and they'd be like, oh, my gosh, dear, you are the best server. And we'd be joking around laughing, whatever. And then their bill would be like $60. And they'd be like, this one's for you, dear. And they would just like slide over a loony. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, thank you so much, guys. Like, have an amazing day. And like, it was literally a dollar on a $60 bill. And they thought they were they thought that was killing it. Yeah, like the best tip they've given in a while. And they probably told the story later. Like, my server was so good. I gave her the biggest tip I've ever given. Because Nanny does that. Just give 15% at the very least. And now yeah. it's actually moved up to 20. Eight, yeah, 18 to 20. Um, But like, but, Nanny will give, like, if Nanny gives over a toonie, like, she, she thinks yeah. it is mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like she doesn't understand like if the bill is larger, the tip should be larger as well. A hundred percent. Seniors do not understand that no. concept. Oh my gosh. And then the other traumatic thing that happened in my life, you oh, remember, obviously yeah. remember this, but they, so the chalet sauce, I know it's like a famous thing at Swiss Chalet, uh, they had to keep it at a certain temperature. So it was like literally boiling water Yeah, like in the like training, they said like that you had to like constantly check in and it was in one of those canteens, yeah. which was what like basically like almost like a thing that you would see coffee served in or whatever yes. so you'd pour it out with that little spout so I was pouring it out with the spout and I always remember the spout was breaking like it was on an angle and it was really wobbly and I remember saying to my manager this is going to break and he's like oh no it won't it's been there it's been like that for for years and I was pouring it friggin' thing broke and it literally sh- started shooting out this hot oh. sauce all over my body, all over my arms, my stomach, whatever. And I just remember they ripped the the uh, button up like blue and white shirt that was our uniform. And remember your hand had like it was like a mountain oh. on my hand. No, no, no. Blister. It was a, not a mountain, like a bu- like it looked like a blow up animal balloon. It oh was my so bad. Ah. Yeah, but it was so fun. I just wanted to pop it so bad. Anyways. No, and there was like liquid in it when you moved it. Oh my God, I'm so disgusted. So, I know. It was so gross. And you said before we were recording the podcast, she's like, we should post that as our next Instagram post, like the picture of my bubbling hand. And, and I was like, she's like, absolutely not. Like she, that is- Kayla said, I think that we should give our like Instagram like a makeover because we started kind of scattered and I think we, I just want to from now I want on. to like look really pretty make it look pretty and her suggestion was posting the picture of the bubble on her hand (laughs) i'll just post it in the story stace oh great well that's a nice story to open on a tuesday morning like (laughs) and then if they didn't listen to our episode they're gonna be so confused how is this bubble on her hand it's so disturbing i know and i still feel like if you did pop it it would have healed faster but anyway maybe whatever (laughs) um and then okay tell the thing you're extremely passionate about at social Okay, but this is as a customer, though. So when I worked there, you get to know, like, exactly how everything is made and all of, like, the best foods. And, like, it's just, like, the most delicious food. But the most delicious thing ever is the club wrap with whatever side you prefer. I would choose the Caesar salad, but the chicken club wrap, which is made with chicken and bacon and lettuce and tomato. And on the wrap is the secret sauce, the mesquite mayo. Now, mesquite mayo is made with um, sour cream, mayonnaise, and then this delicious like chipotle powder. And I used to like love making it because it just makes everything taste better. As a customer now, (laughs) I worked at Switchley for like five or six years of my life. There's a Swiss chalet by my house in Toronto, and I 
the first time order the chicken cl- like I'm so embarrassed as I'm telling this because I know what I have to tell but I go and I order the chicken club wrap and they give it to me with like regular mayonnaise and I was like oh sorry like I think you just forgot to put like the mesquite mayo on it and they're just like yes yeah sorry we don't we don't make that anymore it's discontinued like which I know is a lie because I frequently visit Swishelais <laughs> all over the country and I was like, oh, you're sure? Like, do you want me to show you how to make it? Like, I I think you have, like, the ingredients, like, right there. And he's like, yeah, it's discontinued. Sorry. If I have a fight with someone, like, if, if, like, Rogers, for example. Rogers has been charging me $15 over on my phone bill for the last two years. And I am way too chicken to call them. I don't know why. I am too chicken to call them. Like, I feel like... I'm the same way. Like, if it's, if it's, if I'm defending someone, I will, like throw things at these people <laughs> but if it's about me i'm like oh my god i just like chicken out and like, i don't i confront. called for mom i called rogers the other yeah, day but for you mom. have the same voice so it like literally doesn't matter if you're <laughs> calling for yourself or mom like it's the exact same thing it's so stupid anyway and people like think i like confrontation and i like to argue and stuff like that but like i do not like for some reason i don't like confrontation except if it's something i'm really passionate about so i called the swish la corporate head office and I told them that one of their locations was lying and that they said that mesquite mayo doesn't exist anymore and as a former employee I think that's very unprofessional because I would not have ordered like I just want them like to you give may me the have option. gotten someone fired over mesquite mayo okay like I'm at a loss for words because I don't know what to say <laughs> that's horrible no but this is the thing though don't make it up like just tell me we don't have mesquite mayo we would have done that when we were 16 and we didn't feel like making mesquite mayo we would have just been like yeah sorry we're out speak for yourself I would (laughs) have went back and whipped up a batch I would have never done that tell tell our listeners the other thing you called corporate on Kayla like (laughs) like, (laughs) you're a podcast listener and this is a podcast ad reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. Okay, fine, fine, because I know you have a more embarrassing story than me. Okay, I called corporate at Swish LA for the mesquite mayo, and then the only other time I've ever, like, complained to a head the office. The only other time. Like, most people live their life without ever calling corporate. No, no. I, people think I'm, like, the classic, like, oh, Karen or yeah, whatever. That, Karen like, of compl- the internet. That's 100% what no, you No, I'm saying I'm not usually like that except for these two issues, and one is mesquite mayo, and the other was I called Cineplex, <laughs> the movie theater's um, head office, because... 
Okay, so my, like, everyone that knows me, all of my friends knows that popcorn with the, the white cheddar seasoning specifically that the movie theater sells in the little package is, like, my favorite treat in the world. And if I'm having, like, a cheat day and I've decided, like, I'm going to the movies today and I'm going to get, like, a large popcorn and put as much seasoning as I want, like, that's my dream. Like, that's what, that would be, like, my prison meal. Like, my last, or what was it called? Your, like, death meal or yeah. whatever. So, anyway... They were always out of white cheddar seasoning. I sound so stupid as I'm saying it right now, but like every (laughs) location was out of white cheddar seasoning. And I'm just like, I asked the employee, which was like a 14 year old, like little boy with acne. And I'm like, do you not know how to do the order process? Like who's in charge of ordering here? (laughs) Like whatever. So then I I called head office and I was like, why do you guys never have white cheddar cheddar seasoning? And what did they say? They said, we'll look into it for you. And they never got back to me. (laughs) But, (laughs) But remember what I did though? Actually, no. no, you tell your thing and then I'll tell you what my, my my amazing solution was in the end. Oh, my gosh. OK, well, I've never called corporate, but I do understand your passion about white cheddar seasoning. So Chris and I, the one day I was having a really, really <laughs> off day. It was just one of those terrible days. And we were like, let's call mom and Sue and see if they'll watch our kids and we'll go to the movies. Went to the movies. And on the way, I'm like, I even made a joke to Chris and I'm like watch they don't even have any white cheddar seasoning. Because the thing <laughs> is, is I legitimately do not like the taste of. Oh, I like the taste, but not nearly as much of popcorn without white cheddar seasoning. And this is what I'm trying to say about the club wrap. Like, I, I wouldn't get it. Just tell me you yeah. don't have it so that I can choose something else. Yes. And this <laughs> bags of popcorn are very expensive at the movie theater. So I want it the way I want it. I don't want just a plain bag of popcorn. So we go in and... I see, I look over and I'm like, oh God, I'm not seeing any white cheddar on display. So I, I'm like, Chris, just like before you get the, oh no, 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 no. He gra- he grabbed the bag of popcorn because now it's self-serve and he started eating it as we're in line waiting to pay. Wait, also it's self-serve in Cambridge, but nowhere else. Like that's a oh, dumb. Oh yeah, it's all self-serve now, which yeah. I didn't, I don't know how I feel about that. So he's yeah, eating dumb. the popcorn in the line and I'm like, Chris, I'm not seeing the white cheddar on display. <laughs> so we get up and the guy, he's like 15 and I'm like, hey, like, can I just get four packs of white cheddar seasoning? Cause yes, I use four packs. So he like looks side to side. He's like, yeah, sorry, we're out. And I'm like. Okay, I'm like, can you, I'm like, I know that this has happened before. I'm like, I'm like feeling my heart like start. And I'm like, can you just go check the back? And he's like, no, whatever we have out is what's out. And I'm like, no, I know before you were able to check the back and you can see if we have some. So the girl beside him was looking at me like, who, like this girl's friggin' nuts. So she's like, okay, I'll go look. I remember she was so rich, like rolls her eyes. Wait, classic also to like the back. Like how many times have you said this? Or like, I've said like, do you mind checking the back? Like, like what's, what's the, back? the back? As if they've just like have a massive support. Supply of, of everything. Of everything. But don't well, you think, think every place yeah, has the back? The back should have a massive supply of things. <laughs> so she like goes to the back for maybe 30 seconds, comes out and goes, yeah, we don't have any. And I'm like, you took 30 seconds to go back there. I, and Chris is mortified as this is happening. He's like, Kayla, it still tastes good without it. I'm like, nope. Like literally, I had to remove myself from the front desk. I said, Chris, you pay because you've already eaten morsels of the popcorn. So he had to eat pay for the popcorn, pay for whatever. We go in the theaters. It's like dark, but the previews have not started yet. And I literally just broke and started crying so hard. Oh my God. And I and Chris is like, 
Kayla, the popcorn doesn't taste bad with it. And I was like, yes, it does. And I'm like, it's not about the white cheddar seasoning, but it was 100% about the white cheddar seasoning. I know this is another I thing. People listening, crying. like people listening will probably think like you were having an off day and that's it's just, just like, like the icing on the cake. Nope. It was literally like the white cheddar seasoning. Legitimately the white cheddar <laughs> I just, it, it's something like now with kids, I don't get to go to the movies all the time. So if I want my popcorn with white cheddar seasoning, I want it with white cheddar seasoning and they didn't give me that option and I broke and I was hyperventilating. I was going to say for, this is such a like a hashtag first world problems, but I don't think other people even have this problem. Yeah, that's it's, that this is outrageous. We acknowledge it's ridiculous. We acknowledge it as one of so our dis- downfalls. I can taste it right now and it's all I want right now. Well, remember what I did? I I found that there was a location in London who got this big shipment of white that people were saying, "Oh, I think London accident accidentally got all the shipments." So what did I do? Got in the car, drove to London. That's I said, "Give me all you got," and he said, "Sorry, what?" And I was like, "I would like to purchase all the white cheddar seasonings that you have, sir." So I think my bill was like fifty bucks, and I got a, a surplus of white cheddar seasoning and just brought the packages with me to the movies, and I gave you some too. And just for listeners, what if you're thinking in your head right now, like, why don't you just go to the grocery store? and buy the Colonel's white cheddar seasoning. No, not it's the same. nothing nothing of the sort. No, it's it's not the same at all. No. It's a specific taste, yeah. very high in sodium. Yeah. It's just really delicious. Oh my God, I want it so bad. And I've run out of my supply and oh. I've contacted corporate. Oh my again. God, you, wait, please tell me you're joking. Stop. I'm is this joking. one that you forgot about? <laughs> no, I did. I recently sent them an email and I said, is there any way? Stacey, oh my God, three times said, to corporate. I said, is there any way during this time I could get my hands on some white cheddar seasoning? And there's a certain time that it's open and you can order it from Uber Eats. You can order the seasoning. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Moving on. What was the next job that you worked at? Oh, I have crazy places that I worked after I graduated from. So I went to Sheridan College and then immediately moved to Toronto. So I didn't like go back home or anything. I just like was like, if I'm going to be a singer, I got to go to the big city. And what does everybody that's a performer do? They continue being a server because like, oh, my God, I remember going from Swiss Chalet tips to Toronto tips on like a busy street was like night and day. I have never made so much money in my life that I did at these restaurants. So I worked at Fox and the Fiddle. I have a, okay, I'll just tell you that my favorite story from Fox and the Fiddle. So I had this manager, okay? His name was Sam and he was like the nicest man ever. But then when I started working there, he became like so weird and here's why. So the first thing that I noticed was weird. He always called me Tracy instead of Stacy. So he would be like, Tracy, how's your day going? And I'm like, oh, remember, it's Stacy. And he's like, okay, Tracy. And he would always call me Tracy with like the biggest smile on his face. Like he's like, have a good day, Tracy. And then so I was like, okay, like whatever. He's refusing to call me by my real name. But then what I noticed he started doing was like he would and he worked there with his brother, too. And his brother would always be behind him fully smiling, but saying zero words. Okay, (laughs) so he came up to the thing and like not like. So sorry, I forgot to tell you guys I was the bartender at at Fox and the Fiddle. And so I would be the only bartender on shift. I would make every drink for all the servers. And then I also like people would be lined up sitting around the bar watching sports or whatever. So that's why I made so many tips. So he'd come up to the bar and he'd be like. Tracy, um, we noticed your till is $100 short. And I'm like, uh, it's not. Because another thing is there were slow periods where I'd just be like obsessed with counting the till because I was bored and there was nothing else to do. 
So he's like, Tracy, your till is a hundred dollars short, so you're gonna give have to give us the money. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, it's not. And he go, Okay, Tracy, just just for next time, be careful. And he would just drop it so quickly. And I'm like, what Yeah, like, like if you actually yeah. saw it, it would not be dropped. Yeah, and moved on. He's like, okay. And then his like brother would just be behind me, just like wave goodbye <laughs> at me. But like he said this to me multiple times. I'm like, why do they keep thinking I'm like stealing from the till? Then I noticed he would be going up to every single server and be like, Emily, the money you gave us at the end of the night, it was a hundred dollars short. So you owe us a hundred dollars. <laughs> and then the girls who were the servers would be like, oh my gosh, I'm like so sorry like I, I I don't know how I miscounted and they would give them a hundred dollars so they were just scamming all the girls and yeah, just and, hoping someone would like give in and and mo- all of them did the only difference with it is really easy to miscount when you are a server but the only reason I knew I was like for sure right is because I had a till and I would count it so these guys were nuts like so so the, he was obsessed with Guinness beer and he would come and he would always pour a glass a massive pint glass of Guinness beer for himself and he would come up to me and he'd be like, Tracy, we we looked at the uh, beer count and there is a glass that was not paid for. <laughs> and I was like, like, Sam, I saw you take that glass. Was it Guinness? Because I saw you take that glass earlier. So it's probably yours. And he's like, OK, Tracy, just checking here. And then he'd like walk away and his brother would wave goodbye to me like, oh, my God. Oh my god, you just choked so hard. So, like, he would just, like, constantly try to scam us, okay? So, but the thing is, I didn't really care about them because I made so much money because so many drunk people would come in and they would just tip me, like, so much money. I could pay my full rent on my tips at Fox and the Fiddle. So... Eventually, I had to quit because I got a job at Soul Pepper Theater and I tell them that I'm quitting and he goes, okay, so no problem, but I'm just going to need to like charge you a couple things like the uniform fee. And I was like, the uniform fee? Our uniform were, were those like black, is it like Gideon or Gildan or something? Yeah. Like t-shirts? Like they're like worth $5. And yeah. it, has, it had nothing on it. It was literally a black t-shirt. And I was like, uniform fee? I'm like, well, here's the t-shirt. I don't want it. He's like, no, unfortunately, it's been used, Tracy. So we can't we can't take it back. So we're going to have to just charge you the uniform fee of $350. And I was like, wait. <laughs> Sam, hold on a second. This is not worth... And he's like, yeah, but we counted the days. Like, there's a lot of wear and tear, Tracy. And I'm like, okay, you're literally just trying to scam me. And so I'm in his office, like, collecting my last paycheck, trying to tell him he can't charge me $350 for a t-shirt. And I noticed he had um, installed security cameras around the whole place. And... It was like flip, like the squares were like changing on his computer screen. Like it would go to like the bar. Then it would like change to the lobby or like whatever. Then one of them flicked to the friggin' girls change room. Oh so we God. had a, a male change room and a girls change room and all the servers were girls. And I was like, oh my God, is that the, is that the friggin' girls change room that you have a camera? And he was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and he's like closing his thing. He's like, you thought you saw with your eyes, but you didn't see what you saw, Tracy. And I'm like, oh my God, I, you cannot have a camera in the thing. And he goes, you know what? Give me the t-shirt. No uniform fee will be taken off, Tracy. And I was like, I am literally telling everyone that works that you did that. You guys are like scammers. Like, give me my ch- paycheck. And like, I left, went upstairs, told all the servers that there's camera. And the one girl was like, oh my God, I just changed into my uniform in quotations which is a black five dollar t-shirt and then 
they I think it's shut down now. <laughs> that is awful. It should be shut down. That's terrible. But like I always like if someone accidentally calls me Tracy because that, that's like one of the mistake names people say to me. But I always think Tracy. Yeah. They are, so like funny. with the biggest it. smile. And he was just scamming me at all times. Anyway, so I worked there. I made like literally I think the most money I've ever made in my life, like far more than singing. And then the other place I worked at the exact same time was just five doors down. And it was Marcello's Italian restaurant. And if anybody does not know of this place, it is at St. Clair and Dufferin. And it is literally the best food you've ever eaten in your life. Remember, they would make the pesto cream chicken. Like, oh, my God. It's like the best food you've ever had in your life. And the owners were Tony and Maurizio and they were brothers and they were like literally from a movie. They would just be swearing at all times. But like all my Italian friends would say like, you don't need to like, don't be offended because that's just like in their speech is the F word. Yeah. But like, do we be like, what the F or like whatever? They thought I was Italian because they said I spoke with my hands and I was obnoxious. So they hired me because they thought I was Italian. <laughs> There's only just one major story I wanted to tell you from this place. So this literally was like a movie where there'd be like regular customers all the time. It was a tiny little restaurant with like an expensive menu and they looked like a stereotypical like Italian brothers. There was this one guy that came in all the time and his name was Albert. Okay, he was like muscular and he had a a gray hair in a ponytail at the bottom and he was older and he had like a scar on his face and he always came in by himself and when Albert was about to come in there would be a phone call placed they would answer the phone and they would clear all the surrounding tables around Albert he you weren't allowed to have anyone sitting near him and everyone be like guys Albert is coming in everybody like get prepared get prepared whatever his meal had to be ready when he entered the door okay and I was always like so confused because I was like whatever but they would never let me go to Albert's table because they're like Stacy's like crazy like I didn't understand the story of Albert right so all I knew was like something was up it seemed as if like they owed him like a debt like I know I'm making it like a movie but it really was like one like they owed him something and like they didn't mess with him when he came inside so the one day um, I was talking to this one guy who worked with me and I said what is up with Albert like why is everybody so scared of him and like why does he get five tables surrounding him like well, I don't understand and the guy goes I don't know all I know is one day I saw him punch a horse in the face <gasps> and then I was like what and he's like yeah the horse like like did something like went the wrong way or something got off and punched a horse in the face and I was like that is psychotic like also like I felt so bad for that horse but like also who punches a horse like it's just like a psycho move (laughs) to do right so and then he's like yeah and like and I know they really don't they don't like they don't like to mess with him like it's just like a kind of in and out kind of relationship so one day everybody gets like the flu or something there and I am the only server working okay Forget we get bring 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 we get a phone call pick it up it's just I am like hello Marcello's how can I help you <laughs> they're like Albert's coming in and it just clicks and I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god what do I do what do I do what do I do so I was like oh my god okay and then I tell the cook I'm like Albert's coming in and then he immediately starts cooking the thing or whatever and then I was like what do I do there's no other server here Tony never lets me go talk to him and then they're like okay Stacy you're gonna go to the table you're gonna set the food down and then you are going to exit like do not like do your thing where you like talk to people like whatever whatever like just set the food down and walk away okay 
So I was like, fine, fine, fine. Albert comes in. He sits at his table. I've done it exactly how I'm supposed to. And then I get bring his plate. I remember he had like a little bowl of pasta and then this large pizza and then another salad. And he wanted all three set down at the same time. So I go and I set it down, but I'm like shaking. So I kind of did like a little like clink <laughs> of the plates. And I was like, huh, whoops. Like I did like this little like <laughs> thing. Like and I and I was like, oh God, I've already said something out loud and I'm not supposed to. So then I was like, whatever, see, okay, just set it down and leave. So I start to walk away and he's like, he grabs my arm as I'm turned around. He grabs like my wrist and I was like, and he goes, what's your name? And I was like, and then like he lets it go, but it was like, like a don't keep walking. I was like, what's, what's my name? And he's like, yes, what's your name? And I was like, my my name is, um, my name is Stacy and I work here at Marcello's. And like, I was just like sounding like a, like a crazy person. And he's like, he's like, oh, I've, I've never, uh, I've never had you help me out here before. And I was just like, yeah, no, you know, they don't really like when I come up and talk to you because I'm like, I just talk too much. He's like, oh, they told you not to come to my table. And I was like, no, they didn't say that specifically. I'm just I, like, I just like, I like, I talk a lot. So like sometimes like when people just like want peace and quiet and he goes, I didn't tell them I wanted peace and quiet. Like, what do they think? I'm a monster. And I was like, ah, no monster. What are you silly Albert? And he goes, oh, you know my name. And I was like, I just know the person that called and I literally was like going insane like think of how I get when I'm nervous but also think of like this all I know is this man punched a horse in the face and he probably like has a gun or something I don't know and he's like straight up from a movie okay so I'm like (laughs) and I'm like well let me know if I can do anything else and then he's just like all right nice to meet you Stacy he was so calm so quiet like didn't move his face once like just look me so deep into the eyes so I leave I go to the back I notice everyone is losing their mind now Tony my boss is in the restaurant now and he's like what did you say to him and they're all freaking out because all they can see is they can't hear me but they can see me and I was just supposed to go set the meal down and walk back right <laughs> Like that's all, and then cut to ten minutes later. I've had a full conversation with Albert, and I'm making like stupid jokes and moving my hands around stuff. It's like, what'd you say? I mean, I don't know. He just started talking to me, and then he grabbed my wrist, and I don't even know. And I was like panicking. Okay, so then they're like, "Okay, Stacy, stay in the back. You're not taking any tables for the rest of the day. Stay in the back." So I'm like, "Oh my god!" So I just hide in the back room. Thirty seconds later, Tony comes in furious. He's like, "Albert wants you." He's like, you have to go finish the, the serving him today. And I was like, what do you mean? I'm not going there. He punched a horse in the face. And then he's like, how did you know that? I'm like, I don't know. Like, it was like horrifying. <laughs> so he's like, you have to go finish. And he's like, just don't say anything. Just go. So I go back to the table and I was like, hey, Albert, how was that? Was it a good meal? And I'm like panicking still. And then he goes, it was awesome. And it was a pleasure meeting you today. And he slides a $100 bill across the table and he gave me a $100 tip. Okay. Oh and I was God. like, what? the heck so he gives me a hundred bucks i go back they go what did he give you and i said he gave me a hundred dollars here you can have it you can have it and they're like no take it if albert gave it to you you're supposed to have it or whatever right because they're probably afraid like if i gave them money he'd find out and then someone would like die i don't know like it was like horrifying so after that albert always requested to come in only when i was working and i got a 100 dollars tip 
every single time. Oh my gosh. I then found out that Albert actually preferred me as a server because I was the only one there that couldn't speak Italian. So he would have meetings with people sometimes and I had no idea what he was saying. So they said he likes you because you're crazy, but also because you cannot understand for sure what he's saying. And he's always like super paranoid that we can like listen in on him, but you can't for sure. But I got a hundred bucks every time. So I would make like, like he'd come in like once or twice a week. I'd make like sometimes six to like $800 just off of his tip. It was crazy. Like, but you were fully involved in like a crime. But like you know there was stuff going down. What, what? What? The guy, I'm giving the guy salad is giving me $100. Not my fault. How was I involved in a crime? Like, I'm, that's crazy. It was a straight up movie. That's insane. And he punched a horse. And he punched a horse. <laughs> like, You're a podcast listener. And this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N ads.com. Um, okay, what was like, oh, the next place that you you and I feel like have worked at multiple jobs together. But oh, like, always. Promo, which we've talked about in the past like a little bit. What would happen it was a company would hire our promo company and they would say, we need you to put on this event or we need you to hand out this amount of things. And our specific one for Lakeport Beer was, we need you to put on a contest for like random people and the people who win, they get a barbecue at their home and put on a party with like unlimited Lakeport beer at this party. The one thing was that they casually just said to us, here's a massive truck that you have to drive, plus here's the massive trailer that we had to carry all the stuff in, and you just have to connect this to the car. So I am 22 years old, and they hand me the keys to a Dodge Ram, okay? Like a brand new Dodge Ram. You were like, yep, yeah, we got this, whatever. So we're, like Paco and me, we're standing at the back, we're connecting this trailer. We YouTubed we it, had. we YouTubed yeah, how to yeah, do yeah. it. But we are like, okay, we got this, whatever. So we're, well, I'm in the back, you and Paco are in the front, and we start driving <laughs> onto the highway. And all of a sudden, I remember hearing like clunk clunk. And I turn around, <sighs> and the trailer's literally like 10 feet back from our car. Like it was not connected it was, anymore. It was disconnected. And what we were just getting on the highway. So we literally had to stop on the highway, reverse the car. Oh, it was so scary. Try to quickly. So we, the traffic was fully backed up. Like that was so unprofessional that we just were responsible. These 20 year old girls were responsible for this massive truck, massive trailer. Hence why the trailer came off. This is the thing. This is the thing that is like the most mind blowing job in Toronto is these promo gigs. It's these massive, massive companies that do not realize that they're, they're literally going to hire like 19 to 20 year olds to run the whole thing. And then also remember, we opened the friggin' urban eatery in the Eaton Center. Eaton Center food court. We literally were the first two people to ever step foot in that food court. So if anyone's ever been to the Eaton Center and they see the really fancy food court that's in there now, it was the first of all the urban eateries, which are now going over all of like the different malls in Canada. Like, actually, this, like, the 
Eaton Center did not realize that the 20 to $100 million they were putting into it depended on the, the job of Kayla and Stacy. It to, was shocking. I cut the ribbon. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I literally cut a red ribbon, met a man that I had, he had no idea who I was. I had no idea who he was, but apparently he was like the founder of the Urban Eatery. But we had to like promote the Urban Eatery every single day for months and months and months. So then it just became like a thing where we just opened the Urban Eatery. I remember they would like let us do it the only way they gave us a car once again. Yes. We parked it on the corner of Young and Dundas and we would just sit on the top of the car with a megaphone and be like, you're going to love yeah, the yeah, real yeah. forks and knives. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, and then we ended up having to, once it was the first day it was open, we performed and we did like a full performance opening the Urban Eatery. Like, like I just made that decision. Though. I was like, I'm going to sing Twist and Shout by the Beatles. Yeah. Shaking a baby And now. there was just like thousands of people there. Like that was crazy. Oh my gosh. And I love working We got to home. give everybody a coupon. Like we were in charge of this. Whoever entered the Urban Eatery, we gave them a coupon for a free meal. For a free meal. I remember there choice. was so many left over and we just got yeah. to eat like so oh many meals. God, that's so funny. Oh my God. Fairview, like Eaton Center, Cadillac Fairview. Was opened by yours truly. Kayla and Stacey and they put probably a hundred million dollars yeah. into it. And they have no idea that it was literally just us. Oh my god. And then god. remember you had to do a flash mob and like pretend that somebody was like stealing your purse or something? Yeah. I don't know. That, it's too hard to explain. <laughs> like after that, I ended up um like having my children and I moved back to Cambridge and then I worked at Starbucks and actually Starbucks was I will stay to this day an amazing job once again you get paid more than minimum wage you get tips blah 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 oh yeah you've always said that that was like they treated you like really yeah, well yeah like I worked like, at Starbucks for years and years moved to Toronto did the promo and then came back and worked at Starbucks again so and there's the, so many funny things that you tell there's things that Kayla tells me about Starbucks that like you would never know unless you worked there and it's like so fun like tell some of the stories okay so like the one thing we would do so I don't know if everybody knows this but when you go through a drive through well at least at Starbucks, like there's a camera. So you can, whoever's ringing through your order can fully see you. Like, I thought they could clearly. only hear you in the speaker. No, so they like we full watch <laughs> who's coming through. So I always remember it was actually my friend that started this that worked there. Okay, so let's do like a skit. Okay, okay. Okay, welcome to Starbucks. What can we get for you today? Um, Can I please have a venti iced Americano? Sure, I love your pink scarf. So a venti iced Americano. <laughs> and then you would just like move on. And then in the camera, you'd watch them and they'd be like looking down at their pink scarf like in shock how the heck does she know but they would never acknowledge it like nobody would ever be like oh my god thank you so much because you wouldn't know there was a camera so they'd be like so scared They're just like so in how shock this person so we would just do it so quickly and slyly like so my friend is the one that started his name was chris actually and he'd be like he'd be like hey nice hair what can we get for you today like but they, and then every time the person would never acknowledge it it was so funny That's but hilarious. remember the one time like i was like stacy oh god i could get in trouble for this but like i put the headset on you and I was like just you do it so then you'd be like you're no, like, you're, oh, no, you're not telling. You're not telling this correctly. I literally came in to get a drink, and I was on the other side of the counter. And you, like, because you're it was like, like night shift, mischievous. And- you like put the headset on me and was like, answer, answer, and I was answer. Like, someone's here. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to Starbucks. K- K- St- uh, Stacy speaking. And I didn't know what to say. I was like panicking, and then I was like trying to write down the order, and I was shaking. Yeah. And you were just laughing so hard. She was a very good employee, just not on this night. Oh my god, <laughs> I loved Starbucks. It was so fun. But now we're just like professionals that have like real careers. But it's so funny because like I'm. An office coordinator now at a public school and like 
teachers and my principal and like so and so many of you listen I know you do but they'll like come up and ask you questions like in my head I'm like oh my god why are they asking me these questions like I'm like 16 years old but it's like no I'm a full (laughs) adult like I'm a professional that can answer these questions but I still feel immature like that they're asking me questions like I I remember that you said that once about your kids too that you thought you one time felt embarrassed when Monroe asked your permission well, I'm like, I can't believe that I'm in charge of making these decisions for this little human. Like, because I still feel like I was like 16 and pregnant. But it's like, nope. Like, I had my first child at 23. I'm now almost 30. It's like, you're fine. a full grown like, adult. And I'm like, a full adult. And like, and when people come in and say like, oh, ask the lady for help or excuse me, ma'am. Like, you think it's ridiculous. I'm like, that, no, I'm that, a girl. Like, they're like, like call you a lady. lady. Yeah, yeah, you want to be like, you want them to say, ask the girl the question. But yeah, the, yeah, yeah. then you shouldn't be an office coordinator. If you're you a and girl. I, like, whenever that's happened and it weirdly happens a lot yeah. with you and I we'll like look at each other and like be like <laughs> like we'll like laugh because we'll be like they yeah. called us ladies yeah, so tell, like, or move for the lady and we'll look at each other like what is she talking yeah. about <laughs> oh my god we're so, so immature and you just like have professional like you're just like a motivational speaker and then uh, but like, I'm a motivational speaker for, for like kids and teenagers and yeah. in my head I'm like I'm so young and cool and yeah, that's yeah, yeah, why yeah. they like me on the stage but it's like you're uh, you're like turning 33 in a couple enough weeks. about that's- us and the money we made in our lives. <laughs> we feel crazy okay. today. Okay, we can end this episode now. Okay, bye. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we're going to play our rate, re-review, subscribe song after this. But actually, if you could do it for us, we would appreciate it so much. Because we want to keep doing this podcast. And to do that, we need listeners. And so far, we're doing pretty good with that. Yeah, we are. But we only have 75 rate and reviews. I know that more than 75 people listen. Kate, you can't yell at them. I'm sure your way is very effective. Okay, sorry okay. guys. Thank you, Gail's in weird mood today. Okay, love you guys. Bye. Bye. I have to call my sister. When you rate, review, subscribe, it helps us out. Because we love them what we do without a doubt. So we want to thank you for taking the time, Mo. So here we go. We busting, we busting around, Mo. This is our podcast. We're here to stay. My name is Kayla. This is Stacy K. Okay, that... Uh... I have to call my sister. Hey, hey, you there. Kayla, stop. You heard it here first. Okay, never mind. We're not doing the rap anymore. Did here first. Oh, my God. That's what I'm talking about. Hey-ho. Ugh.